Welcome to Women of the Waves podcast. I'm Rio Clark, founder of womenofthewaves.com, dedicated bodyboarder with over 17 years of experience in waves around the world, uh, both competitively and free surfing. I trained my wanderlust living for a surfing mum lifestyle. Yay! So Wow Co is an entity and each month we will bring you a guest bodyboarder to share their insight and thoughts who can help you rise up, get clear and improve your riding as a female bodyboarder in the water and as life. So we as women of the waves believe that when we collaborate, that's when the magic happens. Do you agree? Let's go. So yes, joining me today is Sophie and she is a passionate bodyboarder and writer and she is so full of heart and drive and I'm super excited to chat with her and that you get to meet her today. Hello, thank you. Excellent. Yeah, so exciting. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's so good we're doing a podcast together because we've had the first two, you did one and then I did one, so it makes sense. It's good we could do one together. Yeah, definitely. It's really exciting to, like, um, give everyone a bit of, like, a bit more understanding of who we are as people and writers and what we're about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yay. So I have a question for you. Can I rumble first? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, so how did you start bodyboarding? Oh, for me, I because I lived so far from the beach growing up, but I went to school on the coast. Um, so, I mean, I had a couple, like, surfboards and, um, like, I had a mini mal, and I was like, oh, yes, I can do surfing for sport, and then I get to go to the beach more because otherwise it was like, you know, once on the weekend if we could get down and whatnot. And um, But because my first bus is like this little mini bus. I couldn't take my surfboard on there and uh, it just would not fit. <laughs> um, but I was like, I'm doing surfing for sport. And just before that, my brother had picked up bodyboarding and he was like, why don't you just do it? So I was like, okay, cool. So we went to the surf shop and picked out a purple um, function. It was a crisp white one. Loved it. It's so sick. Still got it. Um, and then, yeah, pretty much just, stuck to it from there just just loved it and then my dad joined in um yeah and we'd always like just go and surf I even get mum on it in the shorey sometimes but that's yeah it was pretty much just from my brother I suppose and his mates were doing it as well um so then yeah I just did that for school sport that's epic how long ago was that that was I think year nine year ten for sport mm-hmm. so uh, 15 I think um and yeah I loved it like I still yeah I remember the first time I went bodyboarding I put my flippers on backwards and I swear my feet were broken but I think it's because I wasn't used to wearing flippers and I was yes at all I was like this if it's so weird to think that your feet sort of get used to it but it was so strange I was like hey this is not right but yeah it was good it was really good especially like going onto a bodyboard as well um like because you know I used a mini mouth or a mouth so it was what we were always in different kinds of waves so I was I just learned a whole new skill set like reading the waves and everything so yeah it was it was really good and it was super fun and yeah Yeah. just been hooked on it ever since it's pretty much like shaped every decision I made so far what about yourself no I love it (laughs) um oh my gosh I could totally relate to like um 
like the the foot soreness when oh, I first started. It's this <laughs> always fucking feet hurt. I I think I nearly yeah. cried and I was like, this is dumb. <laughs> like, why am I hurting myself? <laughs> totally. I remember my calf muscles. I was like, oh. it's not only the feet, right? It's my calf muscles. I was like, no one told me about that. The first time I got a cramp in my calf muscle I screamed because I thought I was bitten by a shark I've never had a cramp in my calf before and I was like ah like what the hell is that (laughs) brutal brutal it is it is hey it takes so much it's like yeah it takes so much to get used to um uh, yeah I started with like oversized flippers from my brother's friend so similar sort of story uh, my older brother, two years older than me, Ben, we're like two peas in a pod, and um, super influential. I started when the Tension series came out. Oh, I touched on this briefly with um, Tracy in our first podcast, and um, it was such a huge buzz. Like everyone was like this overnight like success story of the Tension like rebel crew, and I was like you know, teenager and just like, oh my goodness, who are these guys? They're so outlandish. <laughs> and I totally want to be a part of it. Yeah. And um, so I was just given like gear and I won a bodyboard at um, an event that I went to. And um, that's a whole different story. But yeah, started on it and just um, progressed from there in Perth in Western Australia, um, just a couple of hours away from where I live now. And um yeah, I'm just thinking about the gear that I started with. Oh my goodness! If only we had the gear that we have today. Seriously. Uh, what did you have? Like, were you just talking about like the board and the oversized fins? What did you? Yeah. Wet Because yeah. I remember I had like a little um, springy, and then uh, when it came to winter, I wore like uh, it, I swear it was like my dad's wetsuit, then my brother's wetsuit, then mine, and it was so oversized and itchy, like <laughs> so bad. Didn't do anything for me. <laughs> and then I, got, I remember a um, yeah. chick from the club who submitted a question, Nikki Rose, um, in the last podcast as well as this one. She gave me her old steamer and I gave my little springy to her daughter and we were like, this is good. <laughs> Um, I have a boys, like a men's, um, medium size wetsuit. So it was kind of, um, oh, a springy. And then in winter I had a steamer as well, but they're just oversized and baggy and not cut for a female's body. So yeah. it was like awkward and, um, yeah. cold often. Yeah. So. I think I'm like, mm. it was not worth me wearing it because it was really itchy. <laughs> it was just drowning me. Maybe it made me better swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. it's all experience hey it makes you appreciate the gear that you have today like yeah, yeah. so for you like with your bodyboarding like, how old were you so you're a teenager when you started yeah yeah so same same sort of age as you um like 14 when I first started yeah yeah did so your brother been... still bodyboard uh no he doesn't he's um he's a trained stuntman so That's he a... went uh, so cool, huh? Um, 
so he started me out bodyboarding and his mates were doing it and it was kind of the done thing. So it was pretty easy community to get involved in. Um, we had our local bodyboarding club and that was um, maybe uh, probably a hundred people at the time, wow. I reckon. Yeah, it was, it was pretty big. And um, that was the first time I'd been in a part of something outside of school as a community, like, at, at, you know, as a club. And, um, yeah, just started going to comps, like, in the club. And then that led to, like, the girls were like, hey, come and do the state like, comps and all of the other events that were going on at the time. And that all started really, um, really early on. Like, within the first six months of riding, I was into the competition scene because that's what everyone did. That was kind of like, yeah, how I progressed and challenged myself was, like, being at the beach all day, just watching all of the guys, all of the chicks surf, there wasn't like a huge um, gender divide. It was more just like, hey, we're a part of the club. Come down um, and get amongst it. Like, yeah. So it was really nice to grow up in that sort of um, environment. I'm really lucky, actually. Yeah. 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 I, yeah similar experience as well. Like even um, like in the Coffs Club, um, if Nikki was there, we got to verse each other. Otherwise, I'd be up against the guys. But in the Wollongong Club, like just we just do the same thing. Like I just jump in with the guys, and it's just fun. It's just, yeah, it's an awesome day. I love it. Epic, yes, so good, so good. It's um, yeah, it's such a fun fun thing to be a part of. Um, I'm still involved with our club down here now. Um, that's probably a different yeah different topic, but. Um, it's just touching on that like community aspect. It really helped me progress my writing and I f- like fell in love with kind of big waves from the beginning yeah. and went out adventuring and that sort of thing. Yeah. Cause I like, even um, like when I've talked to Hardy about bigger surf as well, I still remember he, I still remember him telling me, he said that you are so, you can just, you're so calm in big waves and so focused. Like he said, North Point can be, you know, 10 feet or whatever and you're just there having a chat and you're so – but you're so focused but you're calm as well. So, like, what would be your advice for girls who are wanting to, like, really get into surfing bigger waves and pushing their limits in that? Like, how can they be prepared and confident and calm? Yes. Oh, man, first off, love that compliment. That's amazing from, like, <laughs> the man humbles himself. <laughs> That, yeah, he told me that when I first went over there. Well, it was just after I started bodyboarding and we did a WA trip and we did a school with him and I still remember it. He was like, oh, Rio, yeah, like she's on the reflex team. Check her out. Like she's so calm in big surf. It's, yeah, really, yeah. Yeah, no, he's – oh, that's epic. That's epic. We've had so many big sessions like all around the world together. So it's, um, yeah, it's such a legend. Um, what was I say? Good advice. I think – a lot of it comes down to experience. Um, I, I don't go from, you know, two foot to six foot. I, I like step it out and you need to step it out. Don't push yourself beyond what you know is safe for you. So um, Sophie and I have rumbled through this before, so I'm going to touch on this just a little bit for everyone listening. Um, but And so we're talking like safety checks. So when you get down to the beach, 
and like your preparation beforehand so that mm. on a day-to-day looks like um where am I going who am I going with um and what's the likely um like beach settings and really knowing your environment b- before you go because particularly here like in western australia um we're in really remote locations so i have to do th- i still do this like every time i go for a surf i've got to like go okay does this spot have water like to get a drink if it doesn't then i prep my you know three liter stash of water in the car um you know where's the local cafe or um do I prep my like muesli bars and lunch how long am I going to be out there for um do I need lunch at the beach as well as a snack uh what are the waves going to be like today so I've done all of my like prep at home with food water gear happens usually the night before sometimes food does as well so I'm like I've got my wetsuit dried out so that if I'm going to have a three-hour surf I know that I could be warm enough for that three hours I'm not going to be standing there shaking don't worry I learned the hard way there's nothing worse than a wet wetsuit I swear oh my gosh right oh oh yeah, good get that it's just sorted yeah 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 um and then having that already sorted out um, when going down to the beach, that's like my little safety pack. So I know that like wherever I'm going and wherever you're going, you're going to be sorted. Like you're not going to be stranded. Do I have enough petrol in my car to get from, you know, this break to that break, that sort of thing. We're talking like quite specifics on remote, like surf, surfing here. Like I, I get that, but yeah. um, that's just what I have to do. But um I think it's useful though because it's just stuff you don't have to think about. Like if you if you pull up and your fuel light comes on and you're like, oh shit. Yeah, right. But, and then that, that could take like an hour out of your surf. Yeah. Like, if you're like, oh, I'll just worry about it later, then you're in the surf and you're like, oh man, I don't want to get out because I don't know if my car's going to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to worry about. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, and then. What? Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, like, in – so you're saying, like, um, you know, don't go from two foot to six foot. Try and work your way up. Was it, like, is it – I mean, I know WA, you guys get like, pretty good waves. Um, you know, it's consistent and you do get a lot of big surfs. Um, what about for people that don't always get exposed to bigger surfs but they've got to take that first step, you know, say if they're going from two foot to four foot and getting comfortable with that, what would be yeah. your advice? Yeah, for sure. Initial step because that's still like, you know, two foot, you know, just stepping out of your comfort zone every single time, even, you know, if it's from four foot to six foot or six foot to eight foot. Yeah, cool. Yeah, for sure. So looking at like the um, – like the beachy or like the location that you're looking at and knowing the wave really well um, and feeling comfortable in that progression and saying, hey, I'm going to surf this at two feet bigger than, you know, what I usually surf it at. Um, what what changes in the wave? Um, you know, does it become more hollow? Like so when you get down to the beach, it's like assessing it. Is it more hollow? 
where's the paddle out now? Um, where is uh, my safety points on the beach? So you look at the surf and then you go, okay, so I have my gear here. That's where the paddle out is so that you have an, like an obvious point to paddle in and paddle out before you paddle out, you go, okay, cool. Where am I getting out from here today? And you know that you're going to get out that place safely. And um, also like telling someone that you're going out there or like bringing a friend and asking them um, whenever I've gone in and like challenged myself in bigger surf, I tell someone like I'm out there in the surf going like, Hey, this is like bigger than what I usually surf or I haven't surfed this for a while. Like, and you'd be amazed. Like I always get someone saying, Oh, well actually today, you know, you're probably better off sitting on the, on the, on the wide peak. Cause then you can get used to it. And this is what's happening on the wide peak. So there'll be a lot of information that comes from other surfers when you're out there. And, um, and just trusting that that's, um, yeah, often what happens from people um, in the surf. And, um, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. I think, like, like even when I'm, like, moving down here and that and surfing new places as well, um, people are really great. Like, you know, obviously, like, you follow all the rules and you're respectful of the locals. But I've found, like, on lots of occasions – People be like, oh, you know, like, um, like the early, even if it's just like there's a set common, like, you know, paddle, <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or you don't want those, like the the ones that shaped that shape in like that, or you know that you don't want the ones that come from that angle. You want them from this angle, like, and it's yeah, I think it's really really cool. And just people are people are open to helping you out. I found. Mm, yeah totally totally yeah like you approach it right and you're you know friendly and everything <laughs> you're not gonna drop in on it then <laughs> which is good and it always like asking asking for advice as well yeah yeah definitely knowing like who's down at your local beach and saying like and talking to them about it what you need specifically help with um they're like I'm so lucky here in West Oz. We've got like some of the best guys to surf with and they're all amazing watermen. And I know that because, right, like I've watched them surf. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah, so I get to ask them lots of questions. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I do that a lot down here too. Like, where do I paddle in? <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but on the note of like big waves as well, what's your – what has been like your scariest experience and how did you overcome that? Be really detailed. I really want to be able to mind surf this. Like <laughs> <laughs> locations. I just want to know. I just, yeah. I always find that a really interesting um, topic. Awesome. Yes. I'm so glad you asked this question because it's like, I was talking with my friend Whitney today at the beach. I just did a, like a pretty heavy session today and she was um, on the sand and I came out and I was like, Whitney, do you remember at the last heavy session that, that you helped me out at? And she was like, oh, sister, I was just thinking about that two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> You've got her. <laughs> so Whitney's like, she's been foundational in like um, the bodyboarding scene. She's given like such a backbone to the Western Australian community. And I always grew up 
being really like, oh, a little bit jealous of what she'd made. I was like, holy moly, you're incredible. And then also like just such huge respect. And she had like the same for me. So we're like up in Nalu, right? Camping up north. Yeah, in um, West Oz. And I can talk about this wave because it's well known. Yeah. So um, there's a left-hander there called Tombstones. And um, it's like a reef, outer reef. And, and the paddle out is like over a really shallow reef ledge that um, on this day it was dry reef. And uh, <laughs> so then we're like, uh, it's like lots of coral as well up there because it's um, uh, national park and it's yeah. Um, yeah, lots of protected. It's a beautiful area. Yeah. And then it's like this crystal clear water. It's warm. It's like 23-ish, like 20, uh, yeah, about 23, 24 degrees, I think, about that. And um, so I was out there just in a springy wetsuit this time, thankfully, and um, uh, paddled out and it was my first time surfing um, Nalu. I'd surfed it like the day before, um, but my first trip up there. So I'm like paddling out and I was like, they told me about that it was a building swell and it was solid, like it was already head and a half. And, like, it's a freight train barrel, so it breaks and there is so much water over the reef. Like, if you, you know, you can Google search Tombstone's Left and lots comes up. It's a really gnarly wave and um, and super consequential if you don't make sections because it can hold you down and um, although it's, like, it doesn't wrap and bend like a bowl reef because it just freight trains for so long, um yeah, there's that underwater component that you've got to kind of factor in there um, for, like, breath hold capacity and where I'm at there. So mm. I'm, like, <laughs> badly out. I was, like, this is solid, all right, but I've got this. I can, like, just chunk this down. And I was with a couple of friends and we'd all – it's pretty good camaraderie and, like, I felt really safe in the lineup. Like, the guys were, were physically capable of helping me if I needed it as well as, you know um, – yeah. Uh, giving me advice yeah yeah so I'm like on this left I see this left coming and the, the swells picked up like it was like double head and a half and this huge bomb comes through and it was my turn and I was like I'm just gonna go I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just gonna go for it and what and so I like turn around and paddled like this freaking you know straight gun home when I make a decision like that it's on like there's yeah. there's no two seconds it's just on yeah. and like so I'm focused like driving around the bottom of like so yeah taken off driving around like super steep like leg bottom turn scooping in and I get this first like epic throwing barrel and I was like oh oh my gosh I'm alive like (laughs) sitting on the foam ball I remember this so well and then I get spat out and I was like ah this is like (laughs) and then I was like hold on and so then it's like down the line right so this is like oh a barrel for about probably 20 20 meters 20 meters come out 
and then down the line I'm like okay so it's going to go a little bit longer than this and it then I see like lumps start forming and I'm like okay hold on looks like it's going to make a bit of a step on the face and I'm trying to <laughs> trying to assess it right and usually I can either like um you know do a deep like a deep throw and yep. go below it Just right or you can yeah take a high line early and get off the back yeah and I was like I've got a sense that this wave is so big that there might be more to this face so I'm like I get down there like I'm right at like I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to go. Sorry, excuse my French. I'm just going to go for the barrel, like That's the second the barrel. Okay, you get to that and you're like, fuck. Get me. <laughs> you could be on a high too as well, just like making that pit, like coming out of that and being like, bring it on, go on. <laughs> What's next? Totally. So I was like, bring it on. We'll go second barrel. And then I, I'm like looking up and I'm like, That's a really big step. And I can't actually see. <laughs> I can't see the top of this wave anymore. <laughs> so I'm like in the barrel and then I just get engulfed. It's like Ooh. it just morphs into this like funky monster where it's water and I don't even see anything. And I'm like, I've been pretty on. Like, did you, was it like, were you looking at the top going, ah, oh, shit, I can't see the top of this wave. And then it took you or. Did you get like sucked up the face and then over? No, I, well, I had a bit of time. So I was like sitting in below like the double up and I'd like, yeah. I was gone, okay, there's a double up. So I like, yeah, kind of stepped up to go into um, what I thought would be the exit, like further down the line, like just gunned yeah. it. Yeah. And then it, there was no exit. And oh. so... um there was like um yeah I like so Whitney she saw it from the beach and she's like she said it tripled up on the face there was like two more steps (laughs) in the wave she was like I saw what you were trying to do she was like there was no way you were going to get over that and um so I'm there and I'm like in the middle of this and you know like when you just feel that like feeling of like there's so much water here I have no clue what's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just going to hold my breath and do the best that I can. Yeah. So I like, um, what I, yeah, I tried to bail through the back and just got sucked. My board got like stripped oh, off, no. like board gone, right? You get that and then, like you try and bail through the back, but when you, you feel something go, it's like, it's like when your board's tight and then it's not tight and you're like, oh, I'm going with it. Was it like, yeah. like, I'm going with it or I'm going over the falls here? Or... Uh, <laughs> it was like, um, yeah, more like I'm going while I was already in the middle of it and it got, my leash got sucked off when oh, I was underwater. Oh, shit. So you lost your board. Yeah. So I had no floating. Yeah. And then from there. Um, I copped another one on the head that I wasn't in the channel yet. And I came up and there was like another one, pretty similar size. And it was, I want to say like maybe a meter and a bit deep and I had no board and I was trying to get under this beast of water and yeah, just like (laughs) tried to get through it. Didn't get through it. Both my fins got sucked off. Uh, I was (laughs) like, I, uh, 
I can't even swim without flippers. I'm, I swear. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel so much better with flippers. Totally. Oh. Um, Did you have yeah. any specific tactic for that? Like, would you have done something? Do you think if you, there was anything that you could have done different? Um, or it was just one of those situations where you're like, this is where I am and there's not much I can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was one of those like situations I reckon for sure because I'd done a lot of like fitness for it and like my leash was on I didn't um now I know to like um tighten up my arm so that my my bicep curl coil doesn't slide down my arm but yeah yeah arm a bit yeah, because yeah. I I'm I feel way better underwater when I have like my borders of flotation like device, so I can like um if I need to like pull up you know like pull up the cord or anything or I just know it's floating up there. Yeah, it's like yeah. pretty helpful. Find what's up, and what's down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and so yeah, I was really disorientated being under there, and then um, I ended up just coming up onto the rocks and um and I was like you know totally sweating like what has happened and then there was like I don't know probably about 20 people watching in the top of the cliff like it was like a little amphitheater cliff sort of thing and all the guys have got their arms up and I was like oh man yeah <laughs> like I just felt like I don't know. I've just been given some sort of grace. Like. <laughs> it would have just been like, yeah, because you just come from such a high, like you, you turn around in that second and you're like, that's it, this is mine, and then you've gone as hard as you can. And then even when you, like, you come out of the first barrel and you're still assessing the next bit, like I always have the habit of like, oh, hold your breath now, like you're screwed. <laughs> rather than being like, all right, I'll be tactical and highline it. Like, but then going from that such a high to losing absolutely everything and then, you know, getting up on the rocks. But did you, after you, you know, sort of calmed down, could you, what was the, like, was the most memorable thing still like the barrel at the start? Or like, were you still like pretty shaken up? Yeah, I was still pretty shaken up for sure. Whitney yeah. came down and she was like, whoa, she's like fully clothed in like waist deep water, giving me my board. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> get back there and do it again. <laughs> I would have done it my flippers. Um, um, I, think, I think the barrel, I was really proud because I, I didn't, I didn't go up there to surf those sort of waves, but they were there. And so I was like, I want to make the most of this because it's a huge mission to get there. It's like yeah. a, a huge drive or a flight through the desert or whatever. Yeah. And um, and camping and just everything that's involved. So I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm really going to give this. And, yeah, so I was really proud of myself. And, and I think, like, just making it out, you know, relatively unscathed and um, – seeing everyone on the shore I was like oh I'm good yeah like, yeah that was that was the highlights yeah yeah oh that sounds amazing that's awesome yeah. oh, I to hear that <laughs> um yeah thanks for helping me reminisce <laughs> yeah no, no, it's so I always love that question because it's just it's always so interesting 
and how well mm. you remember that as well. Yeah, it's bizarre. Anything to do with bodyboarding and like big experiences, I can like quite easily sit down and rumble through. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it has that little little goodness about it. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, let's change the thing. Let's change it. I want to hear about you. Okay. Um, and I think everyone else does too. So you're <laughs> very passionate about surfing heavyweights as well, but you're very good at um free surfing and you're stoked on that. So for me, I consider you a leader in creating like online surf content. Yeah. Um, and so just wondering if you could share a little bit about your passion and then what advice you'd give to someone who has um, never asked or like wanted to step into that realm of um, yeah being filmed. Yeah, yeah. I think like especially moving down here as well, like at home as well, I, I, like at home we'd get – photos and stuff um but it would be more for like oh like do this for your your sponsors and um whatnot but down here I think there's just like a I don't know there's always that really cool vibe that I've sort of strung to of like watching little bodyboard clips and like learning so much from them and um I think like you know yeah it's different having social media but it's such a cool way to do that like I love seeing footage of other people because you can just learn from it as well as well as like like you said like the tensions like watching all of them and food videos like it's always so good and um yeah getting getting footage as well like free surfing I suppose um it's a bit different to comps like comps um you know like there's photos and yeah people just send them to you or whatnot but um down here I think the way I approached it was like just introducing myself to people and just, um, you know, getting that familiar face and whatnot because I really suck at that, hey. (laughs) So often down here people are like, one of my mates, shout out Mitch Brown, sorry, I remember you now. We were at Pipe and I was like, he was just chatting to me like he knew me and I was like, oh, you look so familiar. And he was like, oh, yeah, I've only surfed with you about 100 times out here. I'm so sorry. But, um, yeah, so some of the other photographers down here, like um, Simon Sakasimo, he's a legend. And we just, yeah, just introduced myself. And I think I think not asking for footage straight away, like because um, I remember like sometimes when I've been filming and I've got a GoPro and people are like, did you get that? And, like, it's like a stoke, but as well as it's just when I was behind the camera, I was like, oh, like, I don't know, like, don't put that pressure on me if I say yes and I don't have it I don't want to disappoint you like you know what I mean so I, I never I never ask did I get did you get that or anything like I don't put the expectation on photographers unless it's Alex and then I'm 100% like you better have got that <laughs> <laughs> Alex is your partner so fair enough but yeah and just like supporting them on social media as well like a lot of the guys do it for fun um and then some people like it's their job um but yeah I think it's like it's a really cool way to meet people um I met Seb who gets a lot of photos as well he's surfographer on Instagram and I actually met him through Tracy which is crazy because like he lives I think he's up Sydney way and I met him through Tracy like it's just like what she's from you know, Hawaii, but that's how I get that connection. So I think for people just, like, introducing themselves and having a chat, like, genuinely wanting to be 
their mate and, and have a chat to them, not just sort of suck up for footage. Um, unless you're, like, really frothing and then you're like, man, I hate to bother you, but did you get that by any chance, blah, blah, blah. And as well as um, understanding that some people do, you know, they do charge for their photos, which I get, um, or even just helping people out back at home, um, our mate Rico used to get a fair few photos of us. So dad, dad still does it like every now and then he's like, man, here's 50 bucks or something, you know, and he doesn't like, he's like, nah, man, it doesn't matter. But just like showing that you appreciate them as well. And um, yeah, I think in terms of social media, just doing like posting what you want to post as well. Like I, my whole Instagram is about bodyboarding just because that's my passion. Like that's my little, for me, it's my little photo frame, like my little photo book. Um, mm-hmm. of different things I want to remember. And I think, yeah, like I have, like I really want to get into, you know, surfing bigger, heavier waves, but I'm still taking those steps and still just the little things that I see in footage has helped so much as well. Like I posted a really small clip the other day of a small wave, but I was like working on my scoops. And I was like, well, I like that. I'm going to put that up there so I can go back and look at it. Like I find it. For yourself, like not just posting for other people to see, but when I look back at it, it's, it's almost like a timeline. So I can look back at, you know, a video from a year ago and see how much I've progressed. And it's just like it gives you that extra drive as well, which I found is so good. Like sometimes I look back at stuff and I'm like, oh, man, I need to delete that. But then a part of me is like, no, because you like at the time that was so cool for me. Like, look, I'm doing, like, you know, I'm, I was proud of myself at that moment. So I just like mm-hmm. I just like to leave it and have it as like a timeline um, of my progression. And for myself, like I mean, I I'm I free surf. I I don't you know do it to get you know invited or pushed to do a comp. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the way I look at it, and I'm loving it. Yes, I love it too. I I really love how you like keep them as like a timeline for yourself. Yeah. I think that's really awesome and super special. It's, yeah, well done. Yeah, because I think sometimes you can be like, especially when you go through those periods where you're like, oh, like, I suck. Like, I can't do this. <laughs> yep, yep. Feeling oh, yep. <laughs> you try something over and over and over again and you're like, man. Or you, and then you do it and it's not great, but you're so proud of it. And that's, yeah, that's a, those, those are kind of surfs are like, I find, like when something finally clicks for you. And even if it's not noticeable for other people, it doesn't matter. Like it's, I think it's a really good tool to be a timeline for yourself as well as like, you know, sharing the stoke and um, whatnot. But yeah, even like when I'm on Instagram watching other people's stuff, I'm, you know, it's a tool. I'm like, oh, how good was that scoop? Like, because scooping, like it's so easy for some people. It just comes naturally. Whereas me, I, I like sometimes I'm too literal with stuff like, surfing pipe people would be like you need to pull up and I said I'd literally pull my board up but that's not what they meant they mean like sit higher on the wave like you know mm. but but whereas I find footage so much easier to break down and I, I think it also helps like listening to um Hardy at his camps and the way he's done that and like just the slow-mo of it yeah epic epic it's like that's such a good point and I love that you say that like because everyone learns in different ways. Yeah. Like, like and you so that, tell me yeah. time again and explain it. But if I can see it, like a visual learner, but if I can see it, and it's not, it's as well, some people are so subtle with the way they do things and you don't pick up on it 
I find, until you really focus on it. Mm. Very good point. Very good point. Yeah. Hey, so I want to give everyone a bit of context. I'm totally delving into your lifestyle now. Um, So (laughs) your um, online skills are amazing. So um, you're studying at uni at the moment, yeah? Yeah. 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 UAW. That's right. That's right. And you're doing your um, social media and communications. So, and you're in your last year. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So communication and media and major in digital and social media and minor in graphic design. (laughs) Ah, you're amazing. I'm so grateful that we met. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) You've helped. Wow. Could just go like, like this, (laughs) just, just, go shoo <laughs> uh, it's crazy because it's always changing as well so it's yeah it's it's hard to keep on top of but yeah it's really I'm, I'm loving it it's crazy that it's the last year and it's crazy it's like like they've announced that it's all online for the rest of the semester and I'm like oh well like we're doing digital media it's probably like appropriate like <laughs> to, learn, to learn online like sweet <laughs> nice nice um Hey, so you, you love being in the ocean and adventures, and I know that everyone is probably caught on to that right now. So what um, – I'm wondering what keeps you motivated? I think, like, uh, I think ever since I moved down here, like I always just bodyboarded for fun and I was trying, you know, sort of focusing on little things and whatnot, but moving down here and just the different sort of waves as well, like – just becoming familiar with different waves and understanding how to read waves is something that like motivates me because I'm like, okay, you know, we go somewhere different for a surf and I'm like, you know, like it's, I always talk it through with Alex because he, he thinks like he can just react to a wave. Like he just knows what to do. Whereas I'm like, okay, like I want to see how, you know, see how it breaks. I know you still have to have that element of just like being there in the moment and reacting to it, but I like to sort of get familiar with it. And it can get more confident anyway. So that's what that always motivates me. And I guess I like always, yeah, always imp- trying to improve on something. So like at the moment, um, I always, I've always just like neglected reverse spins. I don't know what it is. I think I just like, <laughs> I just never bothered. But um, yeah, I don't know. Alex, Alex does really good reverse spins. I'm like, no, I want to do those spins. So. You know, I try at the moment I'm focusing on that as well as just getting a good scoop and the speed from that. And we got like we've just got a really cool surf crew as well. Like um, there's always people we know to surf with and always learning from them as well and they're always pushing me. So it's like it's awesome. Like any time I'm like, oh, man, I can't do this or, you know, learning to surf a wedge as well. Um, like just because the – they're just, they're just all different down here and some you know they just know it and they know how to adapt to it but that it's always different for me like I'm familiar with some of them now but other waves still not like you know just the takeoff and learning you know even learning like the shape of the reef you know from an aerial perspective like google earth like to sort of figure out like not too literal but just understanding why waves break different and whatnot and also like always motivated because I hate missing out like I hate it <laughs> it's so many times like, well not really but it's just like so much worse when you yeah oh like, totally yeah and Alex was like 
oh, look at this wave I surfed. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> oh, Alex! <laughs> oh, I, I, do it, I do it back. <laughs> okay, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, that competitiveness. But, yeah, that's always motivating. So I think it's just like your own personal goals as well and just like I just like to learn, learn ways. Yes, you have like a passion for it. And you set goals. It's so amazing. I love it. I love it. And it's cool because it's never, it's not like, like I, I look at what other people are doing, but I'm not trying to, like, you know, it's not their goals. Like it's my goals. Like, like a scoop yeah. to me. I'm like, man, if I could scoop, I could just surf anything down here. Like if I, could, if I can be confident in a scoop and a drive and getting speed, the more confident I am with that, I feel like I would just, it would help me. So yeah, I think it's just all the, like, yeah, specific little goals that I want to work on. Nice. Yay. And what's been the highlight of your year so far in the surf? In the like a specific session? Yeah. Do you have one? Uh, I have a few. I'd say within the, uh, yeah, within the last year, um, there's one, I know I keep posting different photos of this, like the same sequence of it, but I don't give a shit because <laughs> it's fucking epic. <laughs> um, it was awesome. I just, yeah, um, and oh, it was so good. We surfed this wave. Um, I had to, you know, it was, all, it was all scary. Like, you know, I'd heard about it before and whatnot. And, you know, for some people it's just a playground. But for me it was just like one of the first times where I was just like, okay oh my god like oh I'm out here with the big dogs <laughs> and really they're probably just like that there were a couple of grummies out there like it was it was so fun um but um Shane Ackerman actually was just like come on like we'll push you like he's been really good to us down here as well helping us out and really excited to see what where Alex and I go with bodyboarding and stuff and so he invited like invited us out to this wave or you know said he was heading out and um yes yeah, so we went with him and Laura Enver was out there as well um her film's gonna be out soon as well her big wave film so definitely watch it um but yeah so I think like just being out there and I like I was just sitting there and I was like oh like I am the like person out here with the le- like least amount of experience like I was just sitting there like I'm the biggest kook out here but (laughs) because I'm just like I didn't know anyone but I was like everyone else was just laughing and you know they were all really chill and yeah Alex just adapted to it straight away like yeah sick and like it's big paddle as well so it was all like really intimidating but it was so fun because the second I got a wave I was just like okay like I've gotten a wave like you know, it ticked a box. Yeah. Like, oh, another one, another one. And I just, yeah, there was a few ways. I remember one I got, and there's actually no footage of this one, no photos, but I came out of it and I just screamed. And this, like, biggest claim, <laughs> I was like, I don't even care. And I was like, that was the best effing battle I've ever had. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think just, I mean, like, I, I, so I went back out in the afternoon. I got pumped a bit, and I did get pumped that morning as well. But um, I think this, yeah, it was just a really good day. Like at the end of it, I was just like, wow. Like I, I wanted to. I didn't even want to go. Like my alarm went off, and I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. And then um, the night before, I texted my dad saying where we were going, and he was like, oh yeah, cool. Like he replied in the morning after I turned my alarm off, and he was like, oh, no one better to go with. Like have fun. I'm so excited for you. And I was like, 
all right, I gotta go. <laughs> Otherwise, I have a lot of explaining to do to Papa Surf. So, yeah, that that was an absolute highlight. I think it always will be. Um, like for me, like in that day, I was so scared, and it was such a big step for me. Whereas, you know, for some people, that's a playground, and I can't wait till I get to that level where that is just a playground. No, that's amazing. I'm so happy for you. That must have been such an epic. I don't know. Epic feeling achievement too. Super, super memorable. I think the other highlight would be um, like more recent. Um, I went down to Pipe and met Lily Pollard there and we had like the best day of waves. Like it wasn't like ultimate Pipe but it was so sick. Like it was was the first time I used my um, actual Lily's board as well, the quad, Mm. and I was making like so often there. I'm too far in front of the barrel or too deep. And then this board, I was just able, it just clicked and I just, I made the best barrel and I was like, I was so stoked on it. People were like, oh, I didn't think you were going to make that because I swear I usually don't. But they were like, oh, sick, like you're in the phone ball. But yeah, that was a really good, like, and it just, yeah, just clicked that day as well. Like, you know, when you, just one of those sessions again, like when something clicks and you're like, ah, oh, that's how you read that way. Yes. Oh, that's such a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yay. What gear are you using at the moment? Yeah, so the still on the um Lily board, so it's the it's her quad one and it's sick. I really like it. It's NRG, which is so it's like flexi, which is good because I can't flex other boards for shit, eh? Hey? Like I hand them to Alex and he's like, Yeah, it's good and I'm like, I can't even bend it. Um so yeah, I'm loving this board. Sick, super light. And I, I, I'd never used a quad before as well, but because um, I, yeah, I just find it, it's just great for everything. Um, and yeah, um, what else? Oh, fins, the fins I'm using, actually, I need to get some different fins at the moment because they're too big. <laughs> I was talking to Millie Chalker the other day about this, and we've just figured out that we're wearing the same size fins, but her actual shoe size to her shoe size is two sizes bigger than my foot but we're wearing the same size like my fins are way too big so I just sort that out but uh yeah and then always good love for the reflex weddies I just got their new ones actually um yeah have you got you haven't, you haven't got yours yet have you yay no not yet oh, oh my goodness can you, can you, I, I just need to experience them tell me what, tell me what, what. <laughs> they're really like so soft I've just used the three two but they're so soft and um they're just they're so watertight as well like the seals are so good everything's comfy um I've often found with weddies like that the seam like just above your butt is always too low um mm. it's like sick it's it's just perfect um but yeah really soft and flexible as well which is good because like steam is like you know you sometimes you get like that heavy feeling as well but no I'm loving this is they've got there's new materials on this one as well they're like the um eco-friendly ones as well which I know um I was talking to Lily about so yeah but yeah yes. yeah like literally watertight it was so warm because it's been so cold here, I was like, oh, I'll take the 4-3 out. And I was like, oh, the water's probably all right. I'll take the 3-2. There's, like, fur on the inside of the 3-2 as well. Um, like, yeah. a chest in the back. So, yeah, sick. I'm going to um, probably take the 4-3 out tomorrow. Ooh, yeah. juicy. Oh, yeah. my gosh, I'm going to check in and see how you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sick. Super lightweight. I love it. 
Loving it. My favourite one so far, for sure. Nice. Oh, my gosh. This has been amazing. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. Hey, we have a couple of questions. Is there anything else that you were, like, curious that you wanted to ask me? Uh, oh, just, like, so in specifics to Women of the Waves, um, I was going to say, like, for you, like, I know it, there's a, you know, we've sort of touched on it before, but um, you're, like, what are your goals? What what do you think your goals are for Women of the Waves? And, like, if, a, you know, if a chick comes across Women of the Waves, how do you want them to feel? Yay. Okay, cool. I'm glad we're rumbling through this. Yeah. Um, so uh, my intention like with Women of the Ways was to have a like a network space where someone can come and they can like see the values of like the entity of like um, and then it's a place where they can feel connected with other females and that's it. Like I just want everyone to feel connected and because I think it's really special when um, females connect with other females. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think like, um, you go. Sorry, I was just going to say like values wise, we've touched on a little bit, but like having like integrity and passion and like being family focused, health, safety, like wellness and community are all like hopefully <laughs> interwoven into like what is so far being portrayed through Instagram and, um, when you like talk to someone about women of the waves and their experience. Um, yeah, that's what I'm hopeful for. Yeah, definitely. I think like, as well as that, like when you say community and just it being like, yeah. And just all the values as well. Like it, it doesn't even have to be like just bodyboarders. Like there's a chick down here that I've surfed with a few times and she's on one of those um, wooden pie pose, I think they uh-huh. And it's sick. Like, I can't wait to give it a go. And she's going to give my boot a go as well. Like, but, like, chicks like her, like, I know she loves Women of the Waves and um, she follows it as well. Like, I think that's a really cool thing about this whole entity as well. Yes, totally, totally, right, that it's not um, it's not board-specific. So yeah. it's just making um, females feel welcome in the ocean and – that they have a place where you can like chat to each other yeah. outside of it too and like chat girl talk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I sit in the lineup and try to talk to Alex about how my hair's annoying me and he's like, oh, I'll tie it up. And I'm like, but I don't want to tie it up because I don't like it when my hair's tied up. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had this problem in the surf today. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. That's my line. I like hair in the surf but yeah no it's totally yeah yeah it's so important it's important because like when I talk about why people um why females like don't go in the surf anymore like they've started and they've stopped they're just like there's been some conversation of like you know I, I didn't really feel like there was like much of a good vibe out there or I didn't really know what to do next and I didn't really know who to ask yeah, And so it would just be cool if they felt comfortable to jump into WOW and, like, yeah, ask questions and, like, you know, shoot through so that they stay um, stoked in the surf and they can progress and, like, 
have such an epic skill set for life. It's just so good. Definitely. I think as well, um, just touching on that briefly, is like listening to other people talk as well. Like I, find, I found with me sometimes I overthink the vibe in the surf, you know, and I'm like, oh, it's because I'm a girl. And it's not. Like you, like the guys, they, aren't, they don't give a shit. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But sometimes I've convinced myself that. But being able to touch base with you and other people, it's just like, no, like, you know, it could have just been a day where everyone was really quiet or, you know, a more serious wave and whatnot. So I think that's, like, it's really cool as well to just have that sort of um, community as well where you can be like, oh, okay, like that's, or even, you know, people that are new and learning the lineup and whatnot, like, oh, you know, they didn't like when I dropped in on them. <laughs> you can be like, oh, they probably won't. <laughs> it's not yeah. you with them being a girl, but it's just good to have that, like, little support base where they can be like, oh, you know, check in. Yeah, totally, and understand a bit more of the dynamics in the surf because it can be really confusing when you first get out there and you're like, all right, so what's this all about? Where do I sit? properly now and you've got to have someone who shows you around and like a reference point and to like check in and yeah it's um it's a lot to to process so Definitely. Mm. yeah cool oh no that's good yeah well we have a couple of questions as well should yeah. we roll into those now yes yeah, yeah. yeah okay so from informed um they've asked uh, and that's at informed underscore uh, women competing against men in open competition, i.e., like the pipe comp, good or bad. Um, so we kind of spoke about this a little bit before we jumped on to our um, call tonight. And um, so, would you like to go first answering this one, or should I go first? Um. Yeah, I think like. Um, for like on like my point of view it's just like oh I just surf anyway like just surf I mean because I'm always surfing with guys so and because I don't have much comp experience I think it'd be really cool to see where where like what you think yeah for sure so I kind of um see about it as um my experience personally I have like competition in um like what is this, 17 years now of um, competing alongside men and then alongside females and um, I, I, I'm a little bit indifferent about that one so unfortunately informed I'm not gonna rumble through it too deep but thanks so much for your um, input and your questions and totally appreciate your involvement it's amazing so jumping on to the next question we've got I am the boogie mom <laughs> uh, out to Jordan yeah on bodyboard club <laughs> um he's asked why did you pick bodyboarding over surfing oh for me it was um i mean i started surfing and then it was the the convenience um of being able to get it on the bus and then um yeah i just fell in love with it and i just yeah for me it's what excites me like um when i look at a bodyboarder you know, doing something that that's what I love. Like I find that exciting, but total respect to surfers as well. It's just not what I, you know, what I want to set my goals towards. But like in saying that I still take the mal out or I take a softy out and go finless and just muck around on that. But yeah. What about you? Yeah. Um, 
I just, I started it because it was convenient, like it was handed to me. And then there was a community around it. And then I got into like the bigger waves and I was like, oh, this is exciting. (laughs) And then I was like, I don't want to go back to learn the skill set. And it was expensive to buy boards and I didn't want to invest in that. And um, yeah, it's convenient as well. I could like bike ride with it or go on the bus or whatever. Mm. Um, I think it's also like important to point out, we, we touched on it before, but that we both chose bodyboarding, but as our like passion, Sophie does other things, you know, and I sometimes dabble, but I have like big wave goals that I'm kind of pursuing at the moment. So um, that's what I'm choosing to focus on, but we not necessarily board. Um... Oh, Sophie, help me out. What do I mean to say no, here? <laughs> it's more, um, sometimes it's like the physical aspect of it as well. Like the other day, Alex and I just took the like eight foot foamies out and then that we just went finless. And I was just like, after paddling, I was like, man, I'm so not paddle fit. Like now, so like the last few, you know, bodyboard sessions I've had, I'm just like paddling with my arms because I'm like just realizing that as well. But um, for me, it's just like being able to get, just get out there. Like when it's literally just crumbling whitewash and I just, you know, get out there on the foamy or whatnot, run Alex over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to surf with you both again. <laughs> How many drop-ins? I just dropped in on him so much in WA. <laughs> I was so good. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, like, it's not, not always, like, the surf craft as well. Like, you're still learning stuff or even, mm. just, you know, like you're, with your big wave goals as well. And even like what I was saying with that that little bit of footage I posted the other day on like a, a, like a flipping one foot wave, whereas I'm thinking about a scoop and like it's just a one foot little mini barrel, but I'm like they're still thinking about something to that. So yeah, yay! Nicely said, nicely said. <laughs> Alrighty, well, thanks so much for chats. Is there anything else that you think we need to run through for everyone? Uh, no, I think. I think that's it. Yay! Oh, it's been so much fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your time with us on the Women of the Waves Co podcast. I am so stoked that you listened in. If you could please take one minute to leave a review, that would be so appreciated. And share it with your friend, like as a quick text and why you thought of them. It would really help us out to connect more women who really need this. See you next time on the Women of the Waves Co podcast. And until then, hope you're scoring waves. Thanks again, team.